Hey, it's Erica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff. Supernatural. <laughs> you can't say it was the word extraterrestrial this time. That was Cryptid. supernatural. <laughs> uh, shut up. Cryptid, culty, true crime, we'll cover it all and drink. Honestly, because I was so focused on saying extraterrestrial correctly, I was like, super <laughs> I forget. I, I forget. So I just will continue to struggle it's with fine. life. With life. With all things. <laughs> um, so we don't really have any news. I mean, well, we have news, but we don't have any like updates other than we're trying to get a Facebook page going. And so far Facebook keeps shutting us down because they think that we're frauds. So that's really awesome and fun. They're like charlatans. (laughs) If any of you listeners know somebody who works at Facebook, please, please put them in contact with us. We really need their help. Seriously. (laughs) It's out of control it's so ridiculous that they think they they, they've so far shut down two accounts and i'm sure they're going to shut down that third one i'm sure of it it's insane because we're not we don't even get far enough to have anything that's bad to like (laughs) warrant being shut down we're like hey it's us profile picture burp and then they're like, uh, we need you to send us your ID, and uh, we're going to need you to send us a picture of your face. Be sure that you're really real. <laughs> and then there's no customer service. There's no actual help. And then they just shut us down. Mm-mm. And then I actually felt compelled to update my ID because they asked for my ID. I yeah. felt compelled to do it. And then when I did it, they're like, that's not right. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> So if somebody wants to manage our Facebook page for us, that would be be great. So anybody who really likes Facebook, who's like down with that Facebook thing, please contact us or at nightguyspod at gmail.com. Or you could DM us. We're on Instagram, nightguyspod on Instagram. Also the same thing with Twitter and Tumblr, I think. Tumblr? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Tumblr is so confusing to me. I I don't get it. I made one and I was like, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I don't even get what it is. And I read about what it is. And I still am like, I have no idea what this is still. I don't get it. It's pictures. And do people use it? I don't think people do. I'm convinced. It's just pictures. Why wouldn't they just use Instagram? Yeah. I think it's like a blogging thing. Is what it's geared for bloggers, but I've never blogged. So, but to me, blogging should be straightforward. It's a page and there's like articles that are dated. (laughs) Like, I don't get, I don't get it. I don't know, but our podcast uploads to it every time there's a new one. (laughs) It's living in that universe somewhere and maybe people will stumble on it. So if that sounds, yeah, if that sounds interesting to you, by all means, Please, please go view that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we're trying to figure out the Facebook thing. I've just, I've kind of given up on it. I don't know what to do. But anyway, if somebody wants to manage that for us, that would be super. super Lift our ban. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. I'm not, I'm not some kind of fraud person. I'm not a terrorist. I don't understand. I don't get it either. I really don't get it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I've spent too many hours like reading through their forums and stuff, and I just I I know do not, I do not have the patience for that anymore. I watched like two YouTube videos on how to make it work. I'm like, what is going on? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, God, that just makes it sound like a thousand years old that we can't uh, figure out. Facebook. Oh. I don't think anyone can. They've made too many changes to it because you used yeah. to be able to be like, my name is Seymour Butts. <laughs> and like now you can't have accounts like that anymore. <laughs> Good old Seymour. <laughs> that guy's not a fraud. He's real. Definitely not. Well, <laughs> he's a doctor, butt, right? <laughs> speaking of butts, uh, my news article, I, I'm the only one that has news today because Erica had a day. She's still sick. <laughs> by the way. So if you hear her coughing or I'm we have to pause. Oh, so sorry. I'm, I'm holding them in. If you need to cough. My eyes are going to like pop out. Hold your hand up or something <laughs> so I know what's going on so I stop talking. 
Um, so my news article is, I'm just going to kind of read it. Enhanced picture of Jupiter taken by the Juno spacecraft in September shows a large brown spot that looks amazingly like Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. Aww. <laughs> Naturally, a NASA engineer, Kevin M. Gill, felt compelled to share the crappy photo on Twitter. I'm going to show it to you. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. It does look like Hanky. Yes. So fans of the show might note that the character's presence on the planet is appropriate since he was run out of South Park this past season for sending offensive, <laughs> offensive tweets, which, like Roseanne Barr, he blamed on the insomnia drug Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Oh, so, my God. I need to watch that. Yeah. Huffington Post. This is where I found the news. It's quote unquote news. It's not news. <laughs> it reached South Park new. creators, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, who did not immediately respond because they're probably busy just making more episodes because they, right? they, they have stuff. To, I know. <laughs> How do they do that? So oh. I think that we should share this picture. Oh, sh- my God. It's beautiful. <laughs> So anyway, I love Hanky so much. I like Tally. I like Tally too. If we're being really honest, I really <laughs> I like Randy, but I also really like Mr. Slave. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love him. He's yeah. so great. He's like the most well-rounded character to ever be on television. <laughs> I kind of miss like the old school stuff, like Saddam and Satan. I kind of yeah, miss them. Yeah, that was I fun. Uh, it's love slave. Anyway, so that's my really so important good. news. Uh, Mr. Hankey was found on Jupiter. Uh, that is all. <laughs> NASA, NASA engineer thought it was awesome. Uh, rest assured, he's been found. <laughs> <laughs> he may not be in South Park, but he is on Jupiter. Uh, maybe Jupiter has a South Park. Hmm. They were saying that it is not streamed. Little satellite probe thing that's out there. It doesn't get it. Sorry. <laughs> maybe slaves there too if there's a probe. Oh my god. Hey! <laughs> well, Jill <laughs> cries. Oh. <laughs> I love that. South Park forever. Um, <laughs> so I figured I'd probably just go first because I'm doing like the backgroundy history stuff, and then you can tell me the exciting story. Him on what are you doing? The background and history? <laughs> oh, not just cryptids in general. We're talking about the big man. <laughs> the big guy. The big guy. Oh, Bigfoot. Because <laughs> if we're going to do cryptids, we got to go with the most, the king yeah. of the cryptoids. You got to start. You got to start in the beginning. I think when we're done with this, we'll all agree that this isn't your regular Bigfoot podcast episode. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to call this. I mean, we started with a South Park news article. So. Right? Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're not going to cover anything that normal people would cover about Bigfoot. I don't know. Maybe, sort of. Ooh. We'll see. Just cries. Just cries. <laughs> The theme for this episode. <laughs> oh, take it away. Okay, so in North American folklore, uh, Bigfoot or Sasquatch is said to be a hairy, upright walking, ape like creature that dwells in the wilderness and leaves footprints. Ta da! <laughs> That's all he does. Um, it is strongly associated with the Pacific Northwest, particularly Oregon, Washington, and British Columbia. Individuals claim to see the creature across North America, however, and over the years, the creature has inspired numerous commercial ventures and hoaxes. <laughs> um, so folklorists trace the, uh, the figure of Bigfoot to a combination of factors and sources, including folklore surrounding the European wild man figure folk belief among Native Americans and loggers, and a cultural increase in environmental concerns. What frustrates me is that Wikipedia didn't go further about that, and I'm like, cool, that (laughs) just left it on that. Thanks. So a majority of mainstream scientists have historically discounted the existence of Bigfoot, considering it to be a combination of folklore, misidentification, um, hoaxes, uh, rather than Method. An actual, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a minority, however, such as anthropologists Grover Krantz and Jeffrey uh, Meldrum, have expressed belief in the creature's existence. Um, 
so some people were saying that they believed that Bigfoot could be a relic of a uh, relic population of Gigantopithecus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all Gigantopithecus, <laughs> I said it right the first time, all Gigantopithecus fossils were found in Asia, but according to Bourne, many species of animals migrated across the Bering Land uh, Bridge before, um, you know, before it melted. Right. And he suggested. So he, he hoofed it over here. Yeah. <laughs> before it was not Pangea or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's saying that it's it could have been part of that. So maybe. <laughs> Maybe they flew. Uh, <laughs> they're orbs. Uh, <laughs> so Gigantopithecus fossils have not been found in the Americas. The only recovered fossils are are of mandibles and teeth, leaving uncertainty about Gigantopithecus's locomotion. But they're saying that I don't know. They're just they're saying that it's possible. So who knows? I'll just say that yes, they did make it over. Um, however, people who have claimed to see him have described him as a large, muscular, bipedal, ape-like creature, roughly 6 to 9 feet, or 1.8 to 2.7 meters tall, covered in hair described as black, dark brown, or dark reddish. The enormous footprints for which the creature is named are claimed to be as large as 24 inches, or 60 centimeters, um, 2 feet. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Jesus Christ. That's so big. <laughs> Um and eight inches wide. Um, wow, put- yes. is he proportionate then? I wonder. Probably not. Probably not. Some he have big hands. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means. Ew. Um, some footprint casts have also contained claw marks, making it likely that they came from bears. <laughs> so, yeah, true. I've never have- seen anything that looks like Bigfoot has claws. Yeah, that'd be they- weird though. I've never thought about that. Well, maybe he's got some toenail problems. No. Because he didn't cut them, bite them. How would you cut that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How would you do that in nature, Erica? Get like a, get like a, a rock, rock and file it? And maybe you just bite him. Is he flexible? Probably. <laughs> I mean, his feet are giant, so I imagine they probably... They bend. already reach his mouth anyway. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization lists at least one report from every state except Hawaii over the past two decades. Shocking. Um, the most recent sighting, this was my favorite, was in June 2018 by a woman in Florida who reported the creature that looked like a large pile of soggy grass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining somebody walking. It's probably a dude in a ghillie suit. Like, oh, wait, Or maybe it's grass. <laughs> Mobile grass. Oh, she said it moved. I thought she just saw it sitting off in the distance. (laughs) Um, Other evidence in the database includes supposed Bigfoot scat, uh, nests, and noises. If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it, it may not make a sound, but it seems someone will report that a Bigfoot knocked it over. Oh, dang, those are shots fired. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even realize it. People are so feisty over this topic. I know. They're just so ready to be mean about it. I just think it's fun. Yeah, why not? I believe it. Um, yeah, I mean, like, the name Sasquatch comes from a Native American tribe that I'm not going to attempt to butcher their name. I just will not. Does that um, mean, like, hairy man or something? Mm-hmm. Wild man? Yeah. yeah. So the folklore goes back really far. However, they say that it's likely that the first quote-unquote Bigfoot was an actual Native American chief because he had legitimately large feet. (laughs) But then also there were some sightings at like minor camps where they were like, oh, big hairy man came and fought a bunch of people and they didn't know what to call him, so they just called him Bigfoot. So (laughs) I don't don't want to delve too deeply because then it just starts to get boring. I'll be honest. <laughs> so that's uh, my short history of Bigfoot. I Tell dig it. I want stories. I don't just, I don't or even know what I'm going to present right now. So cool. we'll I'm all gonna... find out together. <laughs> I like the group learning aspect. <laughs> oh my God. Like as you were talking, I just found out that there's a Bigfoot town hall and there's meetings going on now in USA and Canada. Where and when? <laughs> Let's go. I don't know, but 
We should. There's a click here for more info, and I will be looking at that later. Okay. <laughs> like it. So I started looking into Bigfoot, and when I did, I got sucked into the BFRO organization website, <laughs> and I love these guys. <laughs> what does BFRO stand these for? These guys are the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it stands for the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. Got it. Uh-oh. One of my dogs is upset. Okay. <laughs> she wants to be a member. Um, <laughs> she's like, shout out to them. Okay. First off, there was a show that was on, I think, Travel Channel that was searching for Bigfoot, and they never oh. found Bigfoot, and people would always make fun of them. One yeah. of the guys who's from that, he's one of the people who started this website a long time ago, and they, like, upkeep it. Every single day. Wow. They're getting apparently thousands and thousands and thousands of sightings. And they investigate every single one of them. That's got to get expensive. How are they bankrolled? I don't know. But they have money. I'm Is not it sure. Tom DeLong? No. <laughs> he's, he's busy. He's busy with, <laughs> with this star thing. <laughs> with, with my thing. With space. Yeah. <laughs> So they, I mean, this website is insane. So before I even like start talking about Bigfoot, mm-hmm. I want to just explain these guys because they have like all kinds of sightings and they have class A, B, and C. What? And um, because a lot of people go like, oh, like if you look on Wikipedia, it says like 80% of everything about Bigfoot is fake. All the sightings are fake. Yeah. And then they totally like get mad at that on their website Ooh. because they're like by hand, like reading and going through and researching everything. Uh, so they're like, how can you say that when we're the ones that are doing it and actually putting in the legwork behind this? And they're saying that they're- a lot of these are. So it's like, whoa, I love it. I love it. So, okay. <laughs> so, like, if you go to their website, they have a huge database that is a crazy organized. And um, it says on their website that it was um, this whole endeavor, their website and everything, the organization started in 95. And it was the first website to provide a collection of Bigfoot slash whatever you want to call them, Sasquatch sighting reports. Um, and it says, in fact, it was the first website to provide a database of sighting reports of any type of, um, like, elusive phenomenon. Um, so since this one got created, other people have followed suit. And now there's similar UFO report websites and ghosts and whatnot. And they follow their same formula. Ah, uh, do it right. So um, it's uh, also the site is the um, is only a collection of reports across North America. And everything that's on there has been investigated. It's not just stuff that they allow to be on there. They like copy pasta and yeah. (laughs) So like they determine credibility before it gets put on here. Wow, Um, that's really awesome. Yeah. So then they have a little like shots fired part, and they go Wikipedia states that seventy to eighty percent of sighting reports are fake, but the very uninformed Wikipedia editors attribute those arbitrary statistics to two people who are somewhat famous in the Bigfoot community for their substantiated, overblown assertions. Mm. They go on to say that those two people cited in Wikipedia's article about Bigfoot have zero substantiation for their fabricated statistics of the 70 to 80 percent. Um, oh. And the BFRO is the only organization that receives reports in large enough numbers and investigates them to have any sense of a percentage of fake reports among the total submitted reports in a year. Fair. Yeah. Um, it's pretty crazy. And then they go further on to say that um, neither Wikipedia nor the unqualified people they cite mention uh. that much depends on whether the reports in question have been investigated or not. Oh. Um, a substantial percentage of the uninvestigated report- reports are indeed fake, but they go on to say, but not the nearly 70 to 80 percent. They call that poppycock, which I love. And then <laughs> um, and then it says very few, if any, reports on this website are fake um, because any reports that seem dubious are not shown on the site. And if a report that does get shown publicly later turns out to be fake, which they say happens at a rate of two to three per year out of oh. 500 or so that they get to investigate, um, each year, that report is immediately removed from the collection. Thus, it's very possible that they say 0% of their reports on the website um, are actually uh, fake, which is Dang. crazy. They put in 
so much work, these guys. It's How can they not- possibly investigate that many per year? How many people I are on their know. team? I have so many questions. Also, I, I went too. to their I went to their website, which is bfro.net. If you I want know, to check it out, it. it's, it's super great. super good. It's a huge rabbit hole. They have everything you could ever want to know about Bigfoot ever on this thing. It's awesome. Um, and then so on their website, it talks about what class A and class B and class C um, sightings of Bigfoot mean? Yes, I want to know. So class A um, reports involve a clear uh, like clear sighting of him, like you see him, where misinterpretation or misidentification of other animals can be ruled out. So it's not like, yeah, I saw a figure move. It could have been a bear. It's like, no, I saw this. It's not a bear. This is a hairy dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what it is. So um, they, they all um, go on to say that there are several footprints cases that are very well documented um these are considered class a reports because misidentification of common animals um can be confidently ruled out so thus the potential for misinterpretation is very low Mm, okay class b is when possible sasquatch was observed at a great distance in poor lighting and incidents in any other circumstance that did not afford a clear view of the subject are considered um so Less credible. credible. Yeah. Incredible reports where nothing was seen but distinct characteristics. Um, sounds. So if it's a sound only case, it automatically goes to a class B because you there's no there's, sight. Yeah, there's no substantiation to it. So right. And class C is most um usually it's a secondhand. So my friend said they saw Oh, okay. All right. Well, hey, at least they're categorizing them and they're not just like, oh, all of these are real for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, they're really, they they're organized. So much data on this website. It is loony. And I like it. <laughs> I like it too. This is very interesting. Yeah. And they also have sweatshirts and hats you can buy, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, oh, maybe that's how they bankroll their organization <laughs> totally. to, to go investigate. Oh, I'd be down yeah. to support that. I do. Um, what was I going to say? So one of the other things that I found on their website that is fun, I'll try to skim through it because it's a lot of information, but it's kind of fun information is they talk a lot about Sasquatch and, um, or Bigfoot. They talk about the behavior of them and like, if you see one, what they're going to be doing. (laughs) kind of cool um they say that most bigfoot are always observed walking and the observer almost invariably comments on their smooth long and fluent stride like their country um cross-country skiing or like riding a bicycle with wide arm swings um (laughs) they say the effect is produced by their so-called um like compliant gait meaning that they do not knock their knees during a step but keep them bent and thereby suppress the up and down kind of movement of the upper body okay um part of the sasquatch gait is a high foot rise and back during the swing phase and a longer bipedal contact con i can't talk contact with the ground (laughs) so they like have that like uh gangster lean walk So it makes it, they say, easy if there's somebody who is a, um, like, hoax person. It's very hard to, um, it's impossible, according to them, to duplicate because we're not set up the way they are. So if it's like somebody's filming a fake one, they said it's impossible. You can't fake it. Well, I imagine it would be really hard to walk how they describe. Like, I'm very clumsy. (laughs) Snoop Dogg got that Sasquatch lean. (laughs) (laughs) So I told you this a little while ago that they also say that running Sasquatch is only about 10% of all sightings, which to me is just the goofiest sentence ever, even if it's true. Like, that's just awesome that exists, that sentence. (laughs) Um... <laughs> it said from observed walking cadence, step length, and reports of animals running alongside moving vehicles. Um, their top speed probably rivals that of a running horse, which is usually around 40 miles per hour. That is terrifying. No, thank you. Uh-huh. It's really scary. Wait, just hold on, which really scares me because I was like kind of perusing their website as I listened to you, and I see that they have a BFRO um 
expeditions that you can join them on. Yeah. Camping in the woods for a few days. Oh my God. We got to go with them. But if he runs 40 miles an hour, you got to understand my top speed is like three. I run for like a second and then I'm like, no more. And then I freak out and I Well, the guides would stay because they're like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) They like want to be taken out by him. (laughs) I can climb really quickly, but that's about it. Bigfoot can too. Don't say that, man. He's already got like. That'll be cool. We'll just bring Mace. He has eyes. When you said mace, my first, I just heard the meh part and I was like, mayonnaise? Why would we bring that? I guess that would work. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> Throw mayo. it, go running. <laughs> <laughs> bring that mayo. <laughs> anyway, when, sorry, continue. <laughs> when standing still, Bigfoot will often remain totally immovable to escape detection. Um, or at best, slowly sway from side to side. They have been seen to assume the same sitting, squatting, or lying down position that people do, frequently shown by worn areas on their hair um, coat. Um, yeah, that's a weird <laughs> word. Hair coat. Okay. Hair coat. <laughs> Interesting, guys. Gotta write them about that sentence. Hair coat. Hair coat. Well, this maybe they're not- Maybe they don't want to call it fur because he's not hair. Coat. They don't say he's fur. Why would they just say coat? Because then people would think that he's wearing like a physical coat, like an actual. If they think that, then I, I hate them. Well, I. They're trying to be as descriptive as possible. <laughs> uh, okay. They sleep in mostly temporary shelters. Um, they like to pad them with vegetation. Yes. Um, so posh. Uh, <laughs> caves and natural shelters um, are something they also dig. And in caves, apparently, they pad their shit with ferns, moss, bear grass. How do they know this? Because um, they find I- them. I'm so confused. Occasionally, partial roofs are fashioned over their resting places from broken boughs. Uh, once discovered, a nest is generally abandoned. Um, okay, fair. This will scare you. Their strength, especially upper body, is legendary. <laughs> and they seem to take pleasure in exercising the strength. Um, for example, uh, lifting basketball-sized rocks and throwing them in arcs to scare off intruders, oh. lifting the edges of mobile homes, cars, or trailers, <gasps> lifting and throwing full 50-gallon drums, which is around 450 pounds, um, or 240-pound uh, rocks, because they weighed it later. Apparently, one through one. Um, and spirally oh. twisting the trunks of small trees. They think oh. maybe they do that as a, like, way marker. Huh. I don't know. Okay. Honestly, I'm less scared of their strength because they would see me as a very weak, pathetic opponent. <laughs> but I'm more scared of being chased. I the the idea of being chased scares me. Yeah, I'm not big on that either. I don't like it. Are, like, are you okay with your mic? You look like you're. Are you okay? I just get distracted. I'm like a cat. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look at it. <laughs> Even though it's been here the whole time. <laughs> okay, so um, this one is fun because you can look up videos of it. It's yes. like their vocalization and how they communicate. Oh, creepy. No, no. Oh, I like them. It's so funny to watch these guys do the calls because it's like, oh, you can no. tell they're like, hell yeah, that was a perfect call. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, come up with like a little toot horn oh, just no, like no, they no. have like they're the all natural baby oh, like they do it all themselves their hands are like Hello. oh yeah it's uh, something about it just the call's like not like a badass and it's not like super manly either so when they do it it's like it's like oh my god and then they're quiet after they do it, like them in their group. And it's like, oh my god! Like if we did this thing with them and they did that, I would have to leave. I would have to leave while they did it and then come back. Because <laughs> I'd be like, you no, I, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. You and I would not be able to handle it. We'd have to. We'd be sent away. They'd tell us to leave for being unprofessional. He, during, I'd be like, oh, we're we about to do the vocalization. Cool. I'm gonna go take a whiz. <laughs> I can't be here for it. 
Oh, and if you guys like bang rocks together, can't be here for that either. Oh my god, no, no, no. Because even if it worked, it's still hilarious. I would, yeah. I would not be able to handle any of that. I would no, just no. And it's it's no, not no. because I don't want to see him, but it's just because watching humans do it, it's just I draw the line at that. As being <laughs> able to for me to take seriously, I just can't. <laughs> I can't do that. Nope. <laughs> Ever. Nope, nope, nope. I can't. But, um, <laughs> so usually these guys are quiet. They don't talk a lot. Um, but they do have a pattern repetitive knocking sound that they do with their rocks and thick branches, which is what these guys replicate. Um, is They say they use those for long distance communication. Okay. They're nocturnal, so they seem to rely on vocalizations more, um, I guess, at night. They are capable of a complex collection of sounds, starting with whistling, produced in the throat, throat (laughs) moans, howls, hoots, grunts, extremely deep growls, roars like a lion, and chilling screams rising from a low roar over several seconds. Hmm. More rarely, they produce a melodic and <laughs> they imitate sounds or complex vocalizations that give the impression of a primitive language, even of a woman talking without the words ever being intelligible. That like just how they hear women. <laughs> that <laughs> seems. Hmm. That would make sense if we went along. Questions. <laughs> uh, the disturbing nature of their freaky-ass screams um, seem to lie in their per- uh, perceived near-human quality. Though too loud, enduring, and powerful to be attributed to any possible real person, giggling, laughing, and crying oh. sounds have been heard. No, no, no. If I hear giggling, I will not like that at all. No. I don't like that at all. No. I don't like it. Mm-mm. That's gross. By the way, loud screams in the forest, depending upon where they are, mountain lions can sound like a woman screaming. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying coyote that puppies. They sound like kids, Ugh. like crying. Well, we had scared. a mountain lion near my dad's house, and we kept hearing screams, and we thought it was like one of our neighbors like beating their wife or something and we kept calling the cops and they're like oh no <laughs> it's a mountain lion in your area oh shit okay <laughs> stay inside Maybe he, mountain lion was beating his wife <laughs> oh my god that's awful <laughs> all of it is bad <laughs> uh, good times so their social behavior they usually move in a group um that with their extended family the young play with each other and around all the adults and they kind of just chill together wait hold on have there ever been any sightings of like young bigfoot yeah oh okay because i've never according to the bfro hell yes oh (laughs) well i mean i'm not saying that there haven't been i just i've never heard of it happened Okay. It's happening right now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, this is um, fun, too. This talks about their how aggressive they are and how they display it. Okay. So, their responses to people vary from immediate withdrawal, which is the most common, mm-hmm. uh, to lengthy inspection if no threat is perceived. They seem to react in a more relaxed fashion to women and children, and they avoid guys. So that's good. That's good oh, for us. Hey, we can go. Yeah, they'll be like, eh, it's just girls. We're cool. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> thanks, guys. I, fine. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> um, even in an um, a custom setting, possibly as a function of human uh, human body language. So, like, they're saying that they just leave women and children alone and avoid men. I, they think just because they know guys are bigger and they're scared of them. And that's what they're accustomed to. Mm, okay. Knowing is bad. It says, all told, they are unaggressive to a fault, um, often leisurely re- retreating while being shot at. There is no documented case in the past 100 years of a Sasquatch doing deliberate harm to a person. Yeah, I was going to say, they always just look super chill when they're walking around. Yeah, it says they like human children, small animals, they like puppies, goats, um, and kittens. 
No. Oh, it's great. It's taste. like Coco the gorilla. The best. I loved oh. Coco. Oh. R.I.P. Oh my God. It was like the saddest scene in the world. It was. <laughs> I, I hated it. Me too. Um, so several reports suggest that they may opportunistically retain small animals to use as live toys or pets. Okay. I hope they use them as pets and not toys because that's weird. weird. Yeah. Also, by the way, they don't allow pets on their camping trips. So I'm okay with that. Okay. Reggie would that. scare Bigfoot away. Oh my god, Reggie. <laughs> or they the think he was a little one. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's a tiny moon dog. It looks like us. <laughs> oh well, yeah, here it says on the other hand, they reserve a special distaste for aggressive dogs, as do gorillas. And they oh. deal with these by slapping them. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. That's not good. I'll bring Punky then. <laughs> <laughs> Slap some sense into place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says when they scare people out of their territory, they often run alongside them. Oh, no. Which is kind of hilarious. Oh, no. I would not like that at all. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. And it says basically everything they do to get you away from them or be aggressive, it's like almost exactly the same as uh, like all of the great apes. Same stuff they do, they do. Mm-mm. No, see, this is like making me freaked out about going home to visit my family. <laughs> I don't want to go into the woods. Uh, <laughs> I'm all about it. I'm more afraid like the Blair Witch is in the woods. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you see the newest one? I don't know. The Blair Witch. I think it's called just the Blair Witch. I don't think so. What? It's like from two two years ago. I don't know. It the... brought on some questions that Sean and I were like, is it aliens? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'll check that out. Is it there free? Some creepy, there were some There were some creepy things that happened in that movie that made me be inappropriately loud in the theater. <laughs> so, what? I, watch. I am not good with scary movies. I love them, but I'm also like, I'm bad with jump scares. I'm not good with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. This was my favorite question that yes. they answer on their website because I've always wondered this and wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. It's how come no one is trying to shoot a Bigfoot with a tranquilizer gun? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I imagine that kind of drug would really mess with their system, so they're scared, but I don't know. So, they say they get this question a lot, and um, they said it may indeed happen someday, but not for some good time. And they said, because first they need just video footage. They said it would be a tough sell for a person to motivate the substantial assistance necessary for a serious, safe effort to tranquilize a Bigfoot. Yeah. If that person could not first provide clear, close-range, daylight video footage of one. Sure. So they're saying, how can you expect this to happen when we haven't gotten any video? That's a fair question. Mm. And then, actually, the next question they ask is, do Bigfoot, <laughs> does he climb trees? Oh. So, does he climb trees? will you be safe in a tree? Because <laughs> most primate species spend a lot of time in trees. Oh. Several credible witnesses have described seeing them in trees. No. Often, the figures yeah, seen in trees were thought to be juvenile. So, you just got to fight off the baby. <laughs> I want to be friends with them, but I just get really freaked out by getting chased. <laughs> get away from me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any of that. <laughs> Kick it off. <laughs> Scoot, this is my tree. <laughs> got to go. <laughs> um, so I clicked on their website. Whoa, I don't know what just happened in the hallway. Okay, ghosts. <laughs> ghosts or a cat. <laughs> yes. So this was the most recent reported sighting that they've investigated. What does it say? In August, I think? Is this the right one? So they go into it and say, um, around, this is what the person observed. They said, I was going to Concordia in Kansas with their sister and and her husband. And we were on a highway going eastbound. I did not get the mile marker. I wasn't thinking about it. Around 9.35 p.m., I was telling my sister, who was driving, to be careful about deer running across the road because we had seen a few. Some did not even look at the truck we were in. Most were focused on the cornfields. Anyway, when we got by a lake that is in the area, out of the cornfield, a big, buff, gorilla-looking man hopped out on all fours, jumped from the cornfield to the left in front of me, and onto the left side of the road. He was on his knuckles. His head was... 
tucked in and he was big and quick and agile. He took on took another jump and cleared the road, moving left toward the edge of a cornfield. He stood when he got to the other side of the road. When he stood up, my sister said, what was that? I told her, that was Bigfoot. <laughs> I looked to the side. She wanted to stop. I said, no, sis, we don't have a gun and we're women. Who knows what it would do? Oh, creepy. This is their account. Um, when he stood up, he was at least one foot higher than the corn, which had been uh, about eight feet plus. When he stood up on the side of the road, I could only see his outline because the moon was not that full yet. It was almost, though. I got a scared yet amazed feeling. I had rocks thrown at me before in Colorado, but never seen them. I guess she's encountered them before? Oh. To my eyes, he was beautiful. (sighs) Strong. Had big legs. Like a dark gray feet with black around his ankles. And dark, dark brown with hues of reddish at the tips of his hair. I could see muscle death in his body. His <laughs> arms had to be at least 24 inches around or bigger because he was big, not skinny at the waist. Big legs, too. His ankles and his arms were bigger than most bodybuilders. And why yep. didn't she want to meet this guy? <laughs> no the only thing that I got out of that experience was, oh, I think you got a lot out of it, was when how tall he was. The body gesture was he... Uh, when he saw us and I told my sister just to leave him be I don't know what the body gesture was she didn't describe it Um, you know that was one of the most cool things I ever saw he's real and as long as it doesn't bug me I won't bug it why is he an it Mm, I don't know but then they followed up with her and um they like go into all the details. They say, I spoke with the witness by phone. Sounds like she was a 59 year old woman with a photographic memory. My Her recollection goodness. of the ve- event was quite remarkable. I will add extra details. Uh, and he goes in to talk about how it emerged and it was 100 feet in front of the truck and that she saw him standing. Like she said, um, she guesses that it was 10 to 15 second view that she had of him. So he wasn't there too long. And that they went over the physical characteristics. It is nine to ten feet tall. They said it was a male because they saw they saw his uh, bits and bobs. Apparently, according to her, <laughs> um, <laughs> they said he had a lion's mane. <laughs> Don't I know. bits and bobs. <laughs> I had to. I felt fitting for this. <laughs> um, she said he had a brow ridge that stuck out. Um, he had a little bit slight, like of a conical, conical head, um, that sat on the shoulders, I guess. And, um, he turned his whole body to look at him. The eyes are two to three times human size. Um, and the eyes sort of glowed like a cat's eyes do when hit by the light, she said. Uh, but there was no, um, there was a slight greenish glow. Which I like think is those intriguing. orbs that we were mm-hmm. talking about before with the Yowie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It travels between apparently Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> you said so. <laughs> I know so. <laughs> I, and then this whole entire thing it ends again with she says he was beautiful, finely built creature, and she wanted to leave him be. She was so happy to have been able to see one, and there are hundreds and hundreds of accounts like this on their website okay so i have to tell you i i need to go on one of these camping trips and they haven't listed any yet for 2019 but the ones in 2018 they're all three days long oh that's not bad yeah they're they're short um one was in southern ohio washington so the olympic peninsula i'm down with that or the washington like northeast area or the cascades new mexico which it's actually in the, they're showing like the forests in New Mexico, British cool. Columbia, Northern New Jersey, pass. Oh. I don't know. And Montana. Nothing against, well, New Jersey's just really far. And yeah, we could do like the Washington ones. Yeah. Why not? That'd be fun. Sean like would mini road trip. Totes be down. I know this. I know this. Um, yeah, there's some, re- there's some requirements, but we're going to talk about this because. Yeah. 
Did, did you see, see what the I pic- just sent you? Yeah, did you see the picture that yeah, I sent you? That yeah, that Sasquatch has some bazongo. Has some hitays. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Jesus. Jesus. So the one I sent you is the sketch of what this lady saw. He looks like a gorilla. He does. Sure. I like that he's got a schmirk. Yeah, he looks happy. I from the way that she's like ladies. Yeah, the way that she described him, it sounds like she actually had a, like a love affair with him. So yeah, like time slowed down and there was music playing in her head. That's what I imagined for her. She had a montage of them like running on the beach, oh, welcoming a child into the world, and <laughs> <laughs> growing old together. <laughs> I'm making fun of her, but I really want to go on one of these trips. Like I, I really do. Want to go. So when's the next one? I, they, they haven't. They haven't released any dates. Oh, they don't have dates. Oh man, I I need to go. But you should email them and be like, when about do you think this will be? Because gots to go. Do you camp? I assume. Yeah. And they were saying, so like each of the things, each of the places they do something different like some of the places two-wheel drive and trailers are okay one of them is like four-wheel drive and no trailers i'm like yeah you can drive your own way with them yeah oh that's cool i like that yeah but that the four-wheel drive one is in british columbia so i don't know if we'd make it all the way up there but i'd love to go oh it looks so pretty there's like a lake i want to go to there so funny oh you can meet the Matt Moneymaker himself. No, I think they just, they don't have them going. They have specific leaders that they bring, but they are on the one with him. They say that a long weekend with the BFRO will allow you to learn what it would take years to learn on your own. The BFRO has identified many potential habitat zones after collecting thousands of sighting reports, like you've said, for more than 15 years. Um, The expeditions target those habitat zones. And they select territories with a history of credible sightings. Oh, man. I want to go. The expeditions are scientific in nature, but you'll only understand where these efforts fall into the scientific process once you have experienced it for yourself. So, I can just... I want to go. I mean, Sean's already down with camping, so I have to be like, slash Bigfoot research party. I love this. Yeah. This is my jam. Okay. And we should, do, um, yeah. Do we have to like register or something? Yeah, I'm gonna look into this more. We need to join. I know <laughs> we need to become members. <laughs> I was reading about becoming a member. You can only become a member if you're friends with people that are already members. What? Yeah, it's super exclusive. Exclusive. If anybody what? that listens to us is actually a member of the BFRO, you need to understand that Erica and I are very serious about this. And you I, really have to know someone to get in? Yeah. We can't even get into Facebook. <laughs> <We're screwed. laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what? You have to know someone? Some yeah. bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. That's crazy. By invitation only. Invitations happen happen after a person meets enough existing members who can recommend an invitation. So they have to make sure that you're not there to just make fun of them, which I actually appreciate. Oh, or you can meet, you can go to a town hall. Where People the hell? like you, they'll let you in. Go to this town hall. Where is it? When? Where? <gasps> we can follow them on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> I like how we're learning about this on our goddamn podcast. <laughs> we're like, oh my god. Ooh. I love it. Oh, my God. We can make a town hall in our area. I will come up there for that. It's just me and you. And then we still have nobody there to, like, recommend us. <laughs> yeah, we Shit. have our own town hall. Fuck. I just want to be part of something. <laughs> I want to be part of something great. <laughs> just want to find him. I won't even trank him if I find him. No. I would feel so wrong. Like, even if people are like, oh, you found me, got good video footage. I feel, I still feel like tranking Bigfoot would be wrong. It would be. I don't, I hate I don't when people like are like, like We're, let's kill him. I'm like, why are you going to kill him? Why would you why kill him? sense. Like that why? crazy, that crazy mofo that was shooting at people thinking it was Bigfoot. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. That, people are crazy. We'll keep everyone posted on our journey to become a member. Yeah, I need this in my life. Yeah. 
I mean, ever, so like like they were saying, so much that was on Wikipedia was like hoaxy, and I didn't want to read about that. Nah. So I feel like that should be enough for me to get in, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to give in to the haters. Mm-mm. So I should be in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd invite you. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'd invite you. Yay! Just on the principle of your need for a gone squatching <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make a gone squatching shirt. I want one. <laughs> I'll sell you one for a dollar. Thank you. A dollar? It's crap. Yeah. <laughs> 50 cents? That's fair. Okay. Like that. <laughs> well, we'll keep you updated if we find any more information and if we get actually to go on one of these trips or if we get inducted somehow, which would be ha a mousing. I would uh-huh. love that. I agree. As soon as we're done recording, I will be emailing them. Be like, what is your updated schedule on your camping trips? Because... Uh, we need to go. Yeah. They have a phone number. Mm. It's dangerous. Hey, <laughs> you know what? We also have a phone number, guys. Oh, yeah. Call us. Please. I keep forgetting. Yeah. Let us know if you have any other suggestions. Um, oh, we won't be spinning the wheel of spooky on our tiny geist because we have a listener suggestion. And we're not going to tell you what it is until our tiny geist. But oh yeah, I like that. That we works. Got a, we got a listener suggestion, and it's a, I think it's a good one. I do too. I really like it because it mixes. It mixes a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's a, a good, good one. I promise. It's a good one. So, um, that's it. Right. That's it. That's it. This is Bigfoot. Wrap it up. Okay. Well, this is the Night Guys podcast. I'm Liana. I'm Erica. Okay. Cool. Great. Okay, bye-bye. Bye!